As they're over a little bit from the maybe just I'm just mute it. Okay, so up to start from the two that's Chavbeizam Lalaf on the top. Hashem will chazer that top piece, then we'll see right there. Beizer Hashem is Barach. Itmar Korav Yishonu Lashimish Tamecham. A person who learned Pesukim learned Mishnayos, but was not Mishnayos Tamecham, as we explained last week. That means they did not connect the Mishnayos because Mishnayos have difficulties and steers and things which are cryptic, and the only way to understand them is with having a Rebbe, which is what we call Gemara, but that would accomplish that. And he did not do that. So Rabbi Lazar is Amaretz. He's going to have the status of Amaretz. Rashi explained as far as his Meisters, as far as his Tyrus, he is a status of Amaretz. doesn't really know what he's doing. And therefore, we assume he messes up and does not do things properly. He's a Bur. He is a, uh, derogatory term, not just in terms of how he deals with his Halacha, Meisters, and Tyrus as a person. And he's looked at then partly because he's almost ignoring his basic obligation of doing things properly and understanding things properly, and therefore we look at him as a boor, an uncouth person. Vyani Amar is a kusi. He has much more stringent halachas. He has halachas of a kusi, which is relevant to his wine, relevant to his bread, and again, from his lack of knowledge of understanding, because he has not been Misham Ashtabachach, he does not know what to do properly, and therefore he's a din of a kusi. Achabayakabah which we said, it's hard to understand what the ramifications of a Mogish are. A normal Mogish Chayamis, he's not a Mogish Mamish, he's like a sorcerer because he pretends in some ways to know what he's talking about and he doesn't. So he is a, is a, he's a status, we'll call him a sorcerer, which in some ways is the most derogatory term because that sorcerer is Chayav Misa. But Lamaisa, as far as practically, we're not really sure. It could be he's adding on to the original opinions and saying he's not just a Husi, but he's also a Mogish, means he's looked at as a Mogish. That's what Mashmah, by the way, for the next point in the Gemara. So the truth is that, maybe not, but you can say really, this is again, it's, it's, a, it's a way of people talking, that Rata Magusha, sorcerer prattles, the Lea Dameyam, he doesn't know what he's talking about, he just says words which are meaningless. Tani Tan of Lea Dameyam, this guy also says things he doesn't know what he's talking about. So Magusha certainly fits very appropriately, very um, clearly to this person. And the other ones are just more ramifications. And it could be he agrees to them, I'm not sure. But Lamaisa certainly, as far as the title, he gets his titles of Mogish. Tan Rabbanan. it's now a new definition of Amaretz. He does not say Kriyishma in the morning and the evening. And we said, Rashi said, not just he doesn't say it, he doesn't really know how to say it. He's not, uh, not knowledgeable in the most basic ability to read Kriyishma, words which everyone's fluent in. Even more serious, doesn't wear tefillin. He has the status of Amaretz. As he says, again, when he has a four corner garment and doesn't wear tzitzis on them, that's a status of Amaretz. He has children and does not make efforts to raise them with terror, send them to Talmud Terror, teach them terror, etc. Like we had earlier. He can read Psukim, he can do Mishnayis, and that's called Amaretz. Kara Valeshana is a boar. If he's Kara Valeshana is a boar. Lakar Valeshana, Lavakasavim, the pastor is even more derogatory. Vizarati is based in Israel, is based in Yudo, Zerad and Zerad Behema. And so you see, there's a mustak of uh, seeds of people, seeds of the animals. This guy who knows nothing has almost like the status of an animal in terms of his knowledge, in terms of his. Uh, there's awareness 
of things that are important there, we give them the not very pleasant term of a behema. Okay. Tinus Gemara Yori Es Hashem Bini Umelach Vim Shainim Altasarev. With people who are called Shainim, we'll see what that means. Don't mix. Don't don't be among them. Amravitzak, who is that? Elu Shainim Halachis. These people learn halachis. Now, what does that mean, shayna halachis? So he said that means that this guy, who is not Mishnah Mishnah but he learned just on the Mishnahis, just on the Mishnahis by themselves, didn't take it to the next level of Mishnah Mishnah that's a guy, don't be with him. Don't stick around him. Don't hang around Not a good person to hang around. Whereas Pshita, that's what means, that person who's, who's learns Mishnahis. That's what it means. What else could it mean? No, Shainim Mechetah means he repeats a lotion of repetition of chait. A person does nevera and repeats it. Hotshulay, it becomes like mutatim. It, it becomes something which is just hefkatim. Kamashlon, that's not what it means. It's not referring to a guy who makes a various ruggle to him. It's talking about someone who is learns mishnayis, does not learn beyond that in the shemesh talmud chamim. Tana hatanoyim avli elam. People who are learning just from the Tanoim, from the Mishnahis, they destroy the world. It's, very, it's true, they're not doing things proper. Are they destroying the world? I'm referring to, yeah, because it's not just they learn. It's very nice they learn. That's that's one level of, of derogatory. If they pass in Allah is based on their misinformation from Mishnahis, that's going to be destructive to the world because other people now follow their psak and certainly not going to be doing things properly based on their incorrect way of approaching it. They're learning seemingly halachis. Right? So, okay, so at least they're seeming to be learning it, and you, you wouldn't uh, think they're destroying the world. Because no. they don't just learn halachis. They learn halachis from the Mishnayis. The worst way to learn halachis and halachas from Gemara, from Rebbe, that's the proper way of doing so. But halachas elam loy is, they're talking learning halachas, but they're, I'm saying these people are mavli elam because they're learning halachas from the Mishnayis. So it's true, someone who learns halachas is wonderful. They're zechal elam haba. But not this guy. He gets it from the wrong place, and therefore it is a the catastrophe for the entire world. Clear? Good? Everybody's good? Okay, let's see. That's what we got up to last week. Let's see right there. Okay, so next tomorrow is a continued explanation of our Mishnah. We spoke about the different people who were not very uh, proper. And the next example we gave was Mr. Chassid Shaita, Rosh Arim, Isha Prusha. A woman who is a Prusha. And then we said, Umak is Prushan, we'll see what that is. He's a Mavli Elam. So, what is the Isha Prusha? So, it sounds like a woman who is Parish. And what exactly is going on over here? What is this talking about? And who exactly is this referring to? So, the Gemara says, it says more like this Tanrabanan, Besula Tsalinus, Valmano Shevavis. Three people, the Gemara says, is including the Mavli Elam. Who are these people? So, Tzailanis is Lashon of Tzalusa, Lashon of Davening. So, a Basula, a young girl, who is a Tzailanis, who is 
involved in davening. Sounds like a wonderful thing. She's involved in davening. I would have thought that's a uh, very commendable trait. Mary says that's one of the people in Avlilam. You have to see. Almana Shevavis. A Almana, a widow who's a Shevavis. So Rashi says that what does that mean? She's a very friendly person. She goes around taking care of her neighbors. She visits them and she's involved in them. There's charitable things to them. Sounds like a very wonderful thing to be doing. And the Gemara calls her one of the people who are Mavli'ilam. And then the last one is a katan shleikolechadashav, a child who has not finished out his years, I mean his months. Somehow that also is going to be what we're referring to. Again, three people that the Mishnah's, the Gemara is saying is also Mavli'ilam. Unclear exactly what these people are and who they, who they are. So let's see. Gemara goes now to explain. Where's the any? Is this so? This a, a girl who's davening, a woman who's friendly to her neighbors, a cotton shlechol chadash. We don't know what that means. He's not filled out his his months. Gemara wants to know what that means. Any is of Amar of Yonachanan, Lamanu. We learned Yiras Achen mi Besula. We learned Yiras Chait from this young girl. Vikibo Schar Me'almana. We learned the idea of Kabbalah Schar from the Almana. Okay, so what is this talking about? We learned Yerashchit from the Besula, Kibbal Schar from the Almana, which sounds very similar to people we were just talking about. The Besula, the Almana. What's going on over here? So Mara explains. Yerashchit mi Besula, Dervyechanan, Shama lahu Besula, Dinaflapa. This Besula fell on her face. Rekarmah, she said the following declaration. Rebbeinu Shalaylam, master of the world, Barasa Gan Eden. You created wonderful places called Gan Eden. You, play, you, you created the opposite called Ganem. Barasa Tzadikim, Barasa Rishayim. You created also Tzadikim and Rishayim. Here at Samuel Fanechot Shabi, she's davening at Tefillah. She's davening at Tefillah. She's like, Yichashlu bi b'nei Adam. People shouldn't stumble upon me. It means obviously she was a person who people would gaze at, would be attracted to, and she wants to make sure that she's diving to Kadesh Baruch Hu. No one should be tripped up through me by being drawn after me, by looking at me, and she was diving for that ability. So this sounds like a wonderful thing. She's diving. She says it's tefillah, that she understands that people can be attracted after and she's diving. That should be no one should do that. So the Gemara says we learn Yiras Chay from this Pesula. How careful one has to be that not to even want to have any possibility of causing hate, even for someone else. Forget about herself. So it sounds like a very commendable thing. So it sounds like she's davening. She's this Lachar, this Pesula who's Mitzayah Shetula who's davening. We said before she's the destruction of the world. Here we find the beautiful story of a, of a girl who's davening. Sounds like the most wonderful thing. We not only do we say it's wonderful, we learn out the whole concept of Yiras Chait from her. How careful and how worried she is about chait. So what's going on over here? That she's a mavli ayilam, she's a destroyer of the world. Furthermore, tzchar almana, hibo tzchar mi almana, you learn from the Kabbalah tzchar from the almana. What's the, th- what's the story behind that? The almana, there was this widow, that there was a, there, there was a shul in her, in her neighborhood. Even though she had a shul in her neighborhood, every day she would travel, doesn't say how far, <coughs> but she would go and go out of her way and go to the Bispanish of Yechanan. 
seeming like a very uh, extra traveling. So I'm a little beaty. So Rebbe told her, I don't understand my daughter. Like based on Knesset, but you should Isn't there a Spanish in your neighborhood? Why are you why are you traveling? Isn't there is there a shul? In your, why are you traveling here? Our relations back to him, Rebbe. Don't I have scharpsiyos? Fascinating concept that a person who goes out of their way travels further. There's a concept called scharpsiyos. Now this is a very fascinating concept. Sounds like just walking extra gives you scharpsius. Right? There's a lot of read about this. Where when does this apply? Simply, right, the morale, this morale writes, that this applies particularly when a person is going towards Davish Bakadusha. And the the traveling itself has chashivas. Because you're traveling to Davish Bakadusha. That means, let's say a person says, um, person says, I'm, I'm going to shake Lulav. So I have, uh, so I think morale makes a difference between a mitzvah and davening, I think Torah as well. Let's say a person is going to shake lulav. So he says, I'll walk three times around the block, right, to go to get to, get to, to the lulav. Do you have for that? So morale says, no. Morale says that it applies when a person's going towards Dveikas, which the ultimate Dveikas is, is Tefillah and Torah. I think this is those two places. And the, the, therefore, the going itself is part of the Dveikas, is traveling to Dveikas. So therefore, there's something unique about that. Now, so you may ask the same question, go three times around the block, would you get that? Could be not. But Levi said going further for something, actually as a mile, it's actually word of Mishabura. Oh, we'll look it up. Does it say about walking to the part of the shul? Yeah, yeah. If, if, if all things be equal, it means all th- and the kavan is the same and the and the, the roivam is the same, all things, and the only thing difference is the, is the, is the distance, better go further. Better go further. It's a mile attack, it's because you're putting the... the uh, Focus on the on the connection of Kadosh Baruch Hu. They want to give that a chashivas to it itself. So that's Moral, that's Moral's point in terms of how Chapsiyas plays out. But he says there's a mile to it, particularly in terms of davening and learning. So closer, what? Okay, so it's true. It's true. You might have that. You have that. I guess that fl- the flip side as well. Okay, saying, he's saying, he's saying, how does that, that outweigh? I'll move 20 blocks away, so I'll show Okay, so uh, you're making an excellent point that, that, that why, if a person could. So, they're not going to dive. Let's dive in, I think it's easy to do. You're not going to dive more, right? Diving is. They have shakas in the morning. So, you're not going to dive more. You're not more time. Dive in the same kavan in both places. It has to be, it has, it's be equal. Shubur says it's. I would say if you go to the further place. You have time afterwards. You'll, you'll spend the same amount of time. Well. Okay. No, you're right. I, th- I, mean, that's, I think that's a good point. How do you if, feel what? Yeah. Gosh, I, I can't understand how this works. Like, it doesn't seem to make sense to me. I don't know. Like, no. Again, if I, I think if Chaim's right, that if you're gonna lose out on something else, yeah. then yeah, then then it's those, then it's not at a cost. But if all things be equal, yeah, all things be equal, you and you have, right, you have the same kavana, the same, the same, right, the same time that you'll invest in diving. All things are the same. Only thing difference now is the is the is the distance. So so you're involved in the midst of longer because you have to because it takes longer to get there. And Morale's saying that also going to davening right. is part of the bringing yourself to Dvekas that Kodesh Baruch Hu that you bring yourself in more level and more aspects of Dvekas. Yeah. Right. It, it's it's very similar to Lach Lecha. Right? That's where you find it. Right. Right. What does Morashi say? Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't tell him where it was. So you got tzchar in every step. Right. So what's the tzchar? Because every step now he didn't know where he was going, and he felt, and every step now is. Filling Ratzon Hakadosh Baruch Hu. 
So again, it's not the same thing, it's not the distance, but zero is the concept. Every step has a mila. Every step is part of lach lacha. Here also, every step is about Vegas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So again, everything else is equal. The time is equal, the, the, the kavan is equal, everything else will be equal, but now you have an ability to go spend time going close to the Kodesh Baruch Hu to that. There's a mile to that. That's what I mean, it's, the mile is. simply more time because it's longer. More, right. Again, more, but more in, in, in the, more the trip. The trip is Dveikus. That's what Moral says. Again, it doesn't apply to the mystery. It says, no trip is not Dveikus over there. It's, it's a hechetim to get there. Here, the trip itself is Dveikus. You're, you're focused on that connection. Can you look at it another way as well? If you're in a place... But the nearest minion is a long way away. You don't really have a chiv to go there because it's so far. But then you take that. So, right, so you're saying, that's a great point. Because that wouldn't be when you have two things in front of you. Right, so that wouldn't fit into the story. Right, right so 100%. There's, there's most of us, that for sure we understand, and that's a great point, that we can have, that we'll call it the tsar of, of, of going out of your way and going beyond, right, even when you're quiet to, for sure, that's for sure. Here's even a bigger chedesh that when you have two things in front of you and one's closer, there's a mile away to the further one. That's, that's even, I think, a, a bigger chedesh. That's what the woman was mechadish. And after she, yeah, and exactly. Right. And Rebbechon didn't even mechadish. And there. The Gemara says, we learn askhar from this woman. I mean, she was right. She, she, she told Rebbechon, Rebbechon seemed to agree to her that she was right. That Lemaissa, by taking a further trip, there's, there's, a, there's a mile to that. There's a mile to that. So, Lamaisa, we certainly see both stories, a story of a, of a Basula Tselonis, who's davening. We see an Almana, Shevavas, right, who's, okay, it's, 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 uh, she's going around, it's, again, it's not Mamish, the same, same concept, but it's, it's a, a story of an Almana who's doing maybe something on that level, and we don't seem to have any problem with what they're doing. Other rabbits, they certainly might what they're doing. So, who is the Basul Tzaylanus and Amon Shavas who we're talking about? Not these people, obviously. Right? So, who is that we're talking about? Who is it? So, the Lord says, you're right. The story that we're dealing with is a person, a woman, like Yoichni Basritivi. A little bit cryptic who that is. So, let's see Rashi. Rashi gives the whole story here, like a four line Rashi. First, first wide line. So, Kikar Mavlelem, who are we talking about, the, the, the destroyers of the world? Like, Yoichni Basrativi. Who is she? Amanim Achshay Fahisa. She was a, a, uh, which, a, a, which, sorceress. Sorceress, thank you. Sorceress. And Namana. That, that's what she was. She was, she was a widower who was a sorceress. Kshumegia Ace Leidas Isha. It's a crazy story. When he came, she had neighbors who came time for them to give birth. So she used the sorcery. She used to use her, her uh, connotations and, and, and stuff up their womb. They couldn't give birth. Machshefus with her sorceress. However, then the mamash was screaming out in pain. She says, oh wow, I'm going to do you a big favor. I'll go and dive in for you. My feel will be listened to and I'll, 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 I'll help you. So what you do? And she went and she hit her, she hit her sorcery and she did the make-believe like she's doing a big tefillah over here. And the Lord came out and Mamish looked at her. She was like the great tzaddikus of the world. She was saving all these women from, she was like the, the school lady to help everyone give birth properly. She was, she was, you know, she was the cause of all it. Says the Lord, she was caught. Rashi says, So there was once a worker in her house. And she went to do her thing by, uh, <laughs> one of her neighbors was giving birth. The Shama Asaka and the worker heard 
kolak shafim miskasha shemikli. They heard the the sounds like she used to use some tools, some uh, I don't know, some kalim that they were jumping around in, in the keli. Obviously, this in sorcery is always like a connection to what's going on in the physical world in, in this tumultical world. So she had kalim that were like imitated the children trying to trying to jump out. She closed the keli. That's how she sort of stopped the woman from giving birth. And person walked in and heard these things jumping around in the in the thing. So what did he do? He didn't know what's going on. He heard this thing jumping. So he just he opens up the the, the barrel, the whatever this keli, help out these things are in there. Like Shafim Yasu, all of a sudden the, uh, whatever exactly looked like, the Shafim would fly out, and then the child was born because she no longer stuffed up the, 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 the woman with her things, and they chopped her because obviously they put the two and two together, and she didn't even dive in this time. All of a sudden, this, right, someone obviously, the worker probably chopped what's going on, and said, Tom, you know what I just did? I opened up these things, and these things flew out, and said, hey, exactly at that same time, the children came out. So chopped going on here, chopped the whole maestro, and if you are to keep out me, and we we saw that uh, that Baal Shafim. So Rashi has this whole fascinating story. Interesting, what Tzchias have in the back of the Gemara says this Chazal is no Chazal like this. So Rashi must have had a mystery on this story because there's no Chazal that the Gemara says about this story. It doesn't have no such story. So no Gemara that has a story. No Medrash she says has a story. Rashi had a mystery on the story. It's a fascinating story. A little wild and. This is the uh, this is the person we're talking about. So they also bring from Nisan down. Nisan on the what? The Masurah of Shas it brings down the Maris Chias. He also brings down Chaver Yafame Shua the Rav Nisan going Parakid Beis, and also Arach Arach. Did he does have a source for it? I don't know. Okay, so... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not okay, sure he's quoting this. He brings... You know what's Rizkiz? He brings the Ayim Rizkiz. Yeah, Rizkiz is the one that, that points us out that there's no Chazal anywhere. Generally, so, Rashi always quoting from a Chazal. Yeah, Rashi, right, right. His, his Rashi was a Messiah on this, from, from uh, Zerbeim. In any case, so that's the person we're talking about, which is interesting, because we, we didn't really explain fully who this... We said, Besula Thelonis, Alamana Shevavis. So this is Alamana Shevavis, and right, she's Alamana who's going around to people and taking care, helping them, or well, making believe she's helping them. She didn't really not. She's really full of witchcraft. And Sula Salonis is davening. So she wasn't a Basula, she was an Amana. So it's not really explaining these two people. It's explaining someone who would do something similar to this, who is appearing to Davin, but davening falsely like her. Like this like this uh, like this witch well, of a woman who pulled the wool over everyone's eyes and may believe she's helping everyone, really she's <coughs> the one causing this thing in the first place. And not really answering the first case. So again, it, it somewhat is. It gives us an example of someone who would daven, fake daven, fake, more than fake, deceitful davening, right? So that, that's what I think is saying is that someone like that—that's what the Masoret is talking about—a person who davens falsely or deceitfully, like that, like this person. But this is not the case of Basula Tzalanis because she's not a Basula; she was an Amana, right? As Rashi told us, she was an Amana Machshefa. So, but the Gemara, I think, what the Gemara I think means is just again, these are the types of people we're talking about: deceitful davening. Going around making believe you're helping people, and really you're the one causing the problems. That would fill into, fit into these people of of destroyers of the world when they are when they're doing so. Wow. Right, pretty wild. So let's just finish the gemara, and then we'll. So the gemara asks, "My katan shleikalachalish." The third one was a katan who has not finished out his months. Who isn't hasn't? What does that mean? 
Gemara says, Halchatagima, that's Gemara, we, we translate that, Zatamachacham, Hamavayip Rabbaisav. It's Hamachacham who kicks against his rebellion. What does it mean? He kicks against his rebbe. So, it sounds like he's like someone rebellious and, and not machsh of them and, and rebels against them. So, so what is the cotton shall call the chadasha? He's a child. So Rashi says it's interesting. Rashi says this is this the, the Gemara says in Chagiga that a person Maviper Rabbeisa, someone who's kicks against his Rabbeim, he he gets short his life is shortened as a result. So says Rashi, we call in this person a cotton, Shakala Khadash, it's like a child who is not yet filled out as months. So what does that mean? We normally call a child who is born not in that full gestation period, that child doesn't have the ability to often, if it's, if it's very premature, is not going to live. So this person is like a child not gonna live, who hasn't like, fulfilled the months of, of pregnancy because they're not going to live because the curse that the Gemara says on that person who is is his days are shortened. He has a katsiras yamov. Yeah. Yeah. No, so again, it just, it's a marshal. It's a marshal. No, it's a marshal. The same way a katan jakal chadashi won't live out his years, or, right? So to this person, won't live out his years. Right? Just, it's calling him that. It's giving. What? Right? Exactly. He's a tabachacham. So he's, yeah, he's, he's an older person. Who, but, but he's, his result of what he's doing will be like a katan jakal chadashi. So actually, it's a little bit of a, of, of a, a stretch to call it, but that's what actually learns in this Gemara. That is a tamachacham amavav v'yisav. That's one shot. Rabbi Amar is that tamach le'gila hira umayra. No, it's referring to actually someone who's small. In what way is he small? That he's not reached the the ability to paskin, and he paskins. He paskins before the ability to paskin. Amar of Avo, Amar of Huna, Amar Rav. Ma'adik said, "What does the pasuk mean? Kirabim chalolim hepilu, vatsumim kol haragel." So it says that the rabbim of, of like the chalalim of, of it's like corpses, ipilu, they, they fell. Again, they caused the, like the, the killing. So the Gemara says, who is that referring to? Kirabim chalalim ipilu. Zat ha-mechacham shto yigiyah lo-hira. The stomach was not reached hira, and the ability to paskin. Umayra. And he still paskins. Vatsum kol haragea. Zat ha-mechacham shto yigiyah lo-hira. Itaka does reach, he has the ability to paskin. Anyway, he's not paskin. That's also wrong. If you have the ability to pass, you have to pass. You have to use your your kayak that you were given. By you earned it, and you and you had the kayak. It's also wrong. Gemara says that kama, right? What's called finish for raw at Abishin until forty years old, be forty to the paskin. Which interesting. That it sounds like that's a that's a uh, thing. It's, it's not for Allah halacha, uh, which is not interesting. Um, but the Gemara seems to saying that you need um, 40, 40 to be um, forty years old um, to give a um, to give a give a psak. And yeah, look at this. actually says from when you start forty from when you start to learn, which is even I mean I guess depends what what, what learning is, but taste means forty not from forty years old. It's forty from from when you start to learn. Forty years from then. So again, it's a. Uh, if they know what's called right learning, but um, is that three or is it right? Yeah. I guess by Aleph Beis or or Sukkim or Mishnayis, it's not clear what what's called. Uh, is it until for, for when you start learning halacha? What is it for when you start learning halacha? Or uh, it tastes as halachas It doesn't doesn't say exactly to learn. 
Gemara's any is this so? For Rabba Oiri, Rabba Paskin. Rabba died at 40. And Rabba Paskin. So how could it be that he was Paskining if he was he died at 40? Well, this is Bishav, and you're right. It doesn't mean every person has to be 40, either 40 years old or 40 years of learning. It has to mean that if there's, if there's someone greater, Shav means they're equal. So it means that there's someone greater than you, older than you, either in years or in Chachma, then you shouldn't, be, shouldn't, shouldn't be Paskining. But if there's if you're if there's no one greater than you, either in years or in chachma, then you can baskin, even if it's less than forty, again years old or years learning. So b'shav means when it's equal, you have a right to. But when someone greater than you, then you have no right to. If if the person is older than less, less you're forty, unless you have that. Was once you're forty, you could. Yes, yes. Then then, then, like then the exactly. Then you're like a, you reach a certain title of of of, of, of a, a paisik that even if there's someone greater than you, you can still have the ability. But until then. If someone greater than you, either in years or in chachma, actually, it's two shot them. Sounds like then you can't you can't pass until um, until you're forty, again, forty years or forty years of learning. I think we're bringing up a lot of sorry.